Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Quand il mousson pas poser quand son poubelle toile, Good morning everybody, this is the Haitian Free Thinker Show. My name is Reggie and I'm joined today by my co-host as always, James. And this is a live broadcast via Block Talk Radio. And uh, we are part of the Haitian Free Thinkers, which is a group for secular Haitians. If you wish to join us, just go online, and you should be able to find us by Googling Haitian Free Thinkers. Our group is primarily on Facebook, uh, but we also have a presence on Twitter, uh, Instagram, and all the other major social networks. Uh, we have um, a wonderful show for you today. Uh, our show comes in, um, comes on live on Sunday mornings, on most Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, and let's get right to it. So, James, how are you doing this morning? Man, I'm doing great, man. How are you doing? I'm doing really, really well. So, today is 31 May, the last day of May of 2015. The year is moving right along. It is uh, summertime pretty much um, around these parts and most of the nation, I would imagine. Um, so we, we we are going to have probably a special guest call. I think he was on the line, but he dropped out. Um, but uh, he's probably going to call back soon. Uh, oh, there he is. Uh, one second. Let me put him on. Good morning. Hello? Hello, Ken. Hey, Reggie. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Good, good. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on your show. No problem. So, um, Ken uh, is from American Atheist. Uh, He uh, said that he was going to call in, and there he is. I want to let you know, Ken, that we may have like a slight half-second to a full-second delay, but I wanted you to... uh, Call in and uh, let everybody know who you are and what it is that you do. Well, I'm Ken McKinnon. I'm the Director of State and Regional Operations for American Atheists. Uh, I'm also the founding member of the South Florida Group, Florida Atheist and Secular Humanist. Uh, basically, I oversee state directors for American Atheists and help them uh, perform activism when needed. Okay, excellent. Mm-hmm. So. 
the connection between Ken and I is this. Uh, Ken uh, is a founding member of Florida um, Atheist Secular Humanist, which is short for, uh, well, FLASH is the acronym. And they are the group that I found and joined, and through FLASH I became basically an atheist. So, um, so that's a big deal. And FLASH held a regional meetup about three, four years ago, and uh, because of that meetup, I was able to meet some wonderful people, and the idea for Haitian Free Thinkers was born from that meetup, so that's a, a very uh, special thing. So, uh, Ken, uh, what things have you done recently, or, or what things are coming up for, for American Atheists and Flash in general? Well, uh, I mean, not too recently. Uh, we could be the first atheist monument in uh, on public property in Stark, Florida. That was a couple years ago. Uh, since then, American Atheist has started Atheist TV on uh, Roku, uh, and you can watch it on the Internet, and I think it was just introduced on Amazon Fire, which is a 24-hour broadcast show uh, with atheist topics, humor, and so forth. Uh, we hope that eventually it will go mainstream. Okay. Uh, we have our, I, our I, first out of oh, sorry. I'm sorry, uh the, the the leg gets us bumping into each other sometimes. But basically I was gonna say that I own a Roku and I do have Atheist T V as one of the channels that I follow. It's wonderful. So uh, I just wanna let everybody know that it does it does work and it's live and it's awesome. Right, and if you do, do it on Roku, you can archive the shows, so you don't have to watch what's playing right now. You can go back and watch anything that's been aired on the on the channel. I think you can only do that on Roku, otherwise you watch what's airing at that time. Okay. 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 Well, and I, 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 hello? Yes, go ahead. Oh, I, I just want to uh, welcome you to the show, and... Uh, and thank you for calling in and everything. Um, that, that's nice. Um, I, I have a, I have a question. Um, are you guys uh, with the? Um, uh, you, you say you're in South Florida. Um, I'm sure you've heard of Lakeland or Polk County. I sure have. Yes. Uh, were you Were you guys uh, involved or knew about the um, Ellen Beth uh, Walsh, the lady who was uh, uh, I, she was arrested like. Uh, she, yes, she Ellen was and I are like friends. Three. I'm sorry, I can't hear you. Uh, I, I, yes, Ellen and I are friends. Uh, she is in Polk County. She's a very strong activist. Uh, yes, because I remember you know, uh, a few years back, uh, there was, uh, you know, the atheists of Polk County, or, uh, or, or they were in Florida, they were uh, going up against uh, the sheriff of the county, Grady Judd, and uh, I, I forgot exactly what happened, but she was uh, arrested a couple of times, and um, I think um, a lot, a couple of atheists wanted to try to get together some, I guess, money for a legal team or something for her, or, or something to help her out. And I couldn't remember exactly. I was just wondering if you were any, like any part of that, or did you know about that? Uh, not directly. Uh, Ellen Beth is on the west coast of Florida in the Tampa, Sarasota area, up and around Lakeland, and between there and, okay. and Orlando. So that's about okay. 200 or so miles away from me. Uh, however, she and I have spoken many times, have met quite a few times, we're good friends, and uh, like I said, she's a very strong activist, and I support her a lot. 
she is, um, when she was uh, going up against Chris, she was like, she took a firm stance against him. Even though he was, he's a real hard nose and, and, and a real hard guy, He she was like basically right there, like toe-to-toe, like, hey, we're going to go, whatever the problem is, they were like going, they were not backing down to Atheist. That's, that's, right. like. that's, that's, what, that's what a true activist does, is they, they don't intimidate easy. They know they're right, or even if they're not right, but they're sure, or they think they are, they're going to do whatever they can to fix any social ills, if they can. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, exactly. a good activist is not easily intimidated. I think she was, I, I, I think she was suing the, uh, the county or the sheriff, and it, it was not exactly what it was about, though. Yeah, she had found out that the, the sheriff was uh, taking basketball. Uh, he said it was used basketball nets from the jail. That's right. I remember. Right. And and it turns out that yeah. the sheriff's office bought brand-new basketball nets for his church. Mm-hmm. So she yeah, found he took them out of the jail and put them in his church. Yeah, I remember that now. Right. And, and Ellen Beth was... Uh, the convention that Reggie mentioned earlier, she was named the uh, Florida Atheist Activist of the Year that year. For, oh, for all okay. her, uh, I think that was the same year that we debatized with you, wasn't it, Reggie? Yes, we, that was the year. Was... I'm sorry. Yeah, I remember debatizing you with, in December of 11. Yes, there was. That was around 2011. Yeah, it was yeah. 2011, and then it was a few days uh, after the untimely passing of Christopher Hitchens. Yeah, right. Actually, it was that very that was same day. day. I think he, I think he died on the, the day of our convention, the day that it started. I think I'm not 100 percent sure. When when he died, I um, like I had saw like around that time, 2010 or 11. That's what I was really getting. Uh, deep and heavy into uh, into my non-belief and I was looking for people and I was finding videos of him and then uh, once he died I seen how a lot of other atheists kind of took it hard and I didn't know what kind of impact he had until I started reading and started looking at a lot of his videos and stuff. So. Oh yeah, he's going to be a very missed mouthpiece for atheism. He was very, very good at debates and lectures. Yeah, he was. He's one that was missed. Christopher Hitchens uh, is a unique talent, and uh, obviously it was, it was difficult to have him um, not be here with us. But uh, like Ken said, that that regional atheist meetup was, was awesome. Um, I, I was able to meet um, some very nice folks. Uh, I, I met uh, um, Dr. I'm sorry, Mr. Deity during that conference. Um, who else? Uh, uh, Act. Uh the magician. Um James Randy. I'm sorry? James Randy. James Randy, yes, I met James Randy. And I met Nandisa Thomas. I met um um oh my gosh, I'm for, I'm forgetting his name, the 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 rapper that I love so much. Green Square. Oh Green Square. Right. So um 
So we, we talked about, uh, unfortunately, I was unable to come to South Florida for the photo shoot. Um, did the photo shoot happen, and did you, can you tell me a little bit about the photo shoot that, uh, that you recently had? Uh, well, yeah, I helped uh, the, the local group Flash Air uh, make a couple video commercials for Atheist TV, which hopefully we'll have a final cut soon and, and submit them. And I'm also helping uh, the uh, openly secular campaign uh, with a couple of uh, hopefully billboards in the near future. So we uh, two weeks ago we had a photo shoot in a local park. We were able to get most of our video done. However, I still need to schedule a second photo shoot for some couple photos. But hopefully you'll see uh, some uh, flash members uh, along the highway. Uh, re- relatively soon. We also included a, an Orlando group, the uh, Central Florida Freethinkers. Uh, they are going to also be doing a photo shoot to be involved in the same project. Okay, excellent. So um, I do appreciate you stopping by to give us a call. Let me know um, what dates, if any, that you have so that I can pass along um the information to, to the people that I know, and, and hopefully we can get some, some more participation with the future projects that you have lined up. All right, I sure will. And sorry I don't know much about the Game of Thrones to uh, actually speak on your topic for the day, but I sure appreciate your time and allowing me to uh, talk about American Atheists. Oh, no, it's our pleasure, and... Uh, if you ever do get a chance to watch Game of Thrones, uh, I guess our podcast will shed a little bit of light on on the connection between religion and the the show. But um, but whenever you get a chance, check it out. I think you'll enjoy it. Yeah, I think I, uh, with all the uh, talk about it, I think I'll end up binge watching it on Amazon or Netflix. All right, excellent. So that's uh, our good friend Ken Lukanen from American Atheist uh, again, Ken. Uh, we'll keep in contact. All right. You guys take care and have a great show. Thanks. Thanks for calling again. Uh, call in again, man. All right. Bye. Bye. All right. So that was Ken. And uh, you said that you um, were interested in Ron and Rand Paul. Now, I forgot that Ron Paul had a son. Is Rand the son of Ron Paul? Yeah, Ron is the is, is the father, and Rand. I, I spelled it wrong. It's R A N, but it's R A N D. I forgot to put the D on, but it's, yeah, it's Rand Paul. Okay, so for those who don't know um, about the Pauls, the father and son combo, can, can you give us a synopsis of who they are and and what it is that makes them unique? Okay, so, uh, they're Republicans, but they're like a different breed of Republicans. They're like Republicans who have a conscience, who have a heart, and who look at things commonsensely. Instead of just uh, being uh, warmongers and everything, they look at exactly what started it all. They they don't just say the Republicans or the Democrats did anything, and they'll take the blame like they were saying, like uh, the whole thing with ISIS and all that. We were, it, it, the situation with ISIS is worse than it was with the situation when we had um, um, what's, um, Saddam Hussein in, in in power. Because at least 
we could kind of persuade him and sway him and everything. But these ISIS people, they don't want to hear nothing. They don't want to talk about nothing. They just want it their way and their way only. Then he was talking about the policing in the communities, and he was talking about how basically need to go back to the building community trust. It's almost like what the Republicans used to be as far as you hear about them being for, you know, uh, they were for uh, uh, against slavery and all this other stuff like that. And you know how, like, the party switched over, the Democrats were the ones who were racist and everything like that? And it's like he's going back to – it seems like they're going back to the party, the original, original, uh, I guess, uh Platform. Goal of the party. Okay. So, I mean, is Rand Paul, the son, pretty much a copy of his father, or do they have any differences between them? He's, he's, he's pretty much almost like his father from what I've seen, but it's, uh, he, he just has a maybe a different way, but I, have, I haven't really seen them have a difference in opinion. They both seem, you know, like, except for, I think the father's, they're both libertarian, right? Um, I think they're both libertarian, um, but I remember the first time I was told about Ron Paul from a good friend of mine who, you know, um, he's into politics. And I, when I heard Ron Paul speak the first time, the father, I think I couldn't believe that he was a Republican because he seemed so, like you said, cool and approachable and very common sense wise, you know. And uh, but he still flies under the banner of the Republicans, and I think because of his age and the way that he thinks, he's not going to get elected to anything major. So that's exactly just, that's, that's just what the I think. And, that's and that's, that's what it seems like. Because if he if he runs for president, it's like he's he's too old. But a lot of co- I, I've seen um, a lot of college students like him, like like the father. Yeah, a lot of they, 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 do... I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was I was just basically saying a lot. It seemed like a lot of uh, a lot of college kids really like him, and they like his politics. Yes, I think he's very appealing because he doesn't. Um, I think insult your intelligence. I think he mm-hmm. he seems like he uh, not just means what he says. Uh, it just seems like more authentic than what the other people are saying. I think the other people are just kind of telling the people what they want to hear. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know they they'll like basically lie uh, in order to save face. But um, I don't have anything about Ron Paul that I don't like, except the fact that he's um, he's under the Republican banner, and I think he has to do that because the other if you're not a Republican or a Democrat, you basically don't have any shot of being elected as anything major. So mm-hmm. you have to choose the donkey or the elephant, and I think that he just chose the elephant because um, it, it has enough in common for, you know, what it is that he believes in for him to align with them, and I just think that, you know, that's the best way to get any kind of serious vote. Mm-hmm. Now, as far as the son is concerned, I really, I would have to do some more research to see, you know, what um, he's all about to see if there's any difference between the father and the son, and it's, if they're basically the same, it's kind of like, okay, well, you know, the the son might be taken away from both from, from the father. Basically, they should not be competing in the same election, you know what I mean? Exactly. Um, so uh, I want to remind everybody once again that this is the Haitian Freethinkers radio show on Block Talk Radio. Haitian Freethinkers is a group 
that is dedicated to raising the profile of secular Haitians worldwide, you can call in um, at, to our guest calling number at 646-652-4442. That's 646-652-4442. If you are unable to catch the show live, you can find us on iTunes or your other, um, I guess, I, um, podcast engine because there's other places where you can get podcasts and just look up Haitian Free Thinkers and you'll catch up to our previous shows. My name is Reggie. My co-host is James and we broadcast on most Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you still wish to contact us, you can call us at the Haitian Free Thinkers Google voice number, which is 678-820-9474. That's 678-820-9474. And you can call and text that number. And if you prefer uh, email, you can email us at HaitianFreeThinkers at gmail.com. So we were talking about Ron Paul and Rand Paul, and uh, the, show the show title is um, – is, uh, is about the uh, Game of Thrones, which a uh, new episode is coming up tonight. Um, I think mm -hmm. episode number seven or eight. I'm not sure which one it is. I think it starts at nine. Well, which th this is season five, but is this the sixth? I mean, what episode number are we on? Are we on episode? I think seven? we're well, episode six. So this is going to be episode six. Okay, so mm -hmm. um, I wanted to touch on. Um, religion as it as it relates to Game of Thrones because did you see the last episode? Yes, I did. Okay, so... I like it. I can't miss it. Every episode comes up, I have to watch it. and then I have the HBO Go app so if I miss it, then I just watch it right on there. Okay, so I think the, the writer of the book is telling us something about religion. Now, Littlefinger had this little um, interaction with the cousin of Cersei, the one that became super religious. And basically, I think Littlefinger is an atheist, and he told the cousin that he knows that religion is BS, and he's not having none of it, so don't even try it. So I'm going to give you my take on it. I think the main religion of the capital, the seven, is basically the Christian, the Christianity of, of, uh, of the world, of the Game mm -hmm. of Thrones world. And if, instead of the Trinity, they have the seven. And exactly. That's, that's, that's exactly how. That's almost exactly how I see it. Okay. And I like the fact that the Christians are behaving like monks and they're fanatical. And we have ISIS in, real, in the real world that's going buck wild. And you have the, what do you call that, the holy, what, what's the name of that army that, that's going crazy right now? I, I, I forgot what the what they name of, but I forgot, but the uh, the one person just calls them fanatics, but I forgot exactly what their name is. Well, I think they are a combination of the Catholics and ISIS. A combination of of, of Catholic and ISIS. Yeah, the I you know see how ISIS is going crazy like military wise in the real world. Okay. And then you have the Catholic aspect because the Catholic monks like they wear the same kind of dress code and. You know, they cut their hair and they do all kinds of craziness. Um, I see a lot of similarities between the two. What do you think? That that uh, that's how I see when I when I see them as far as like um, 
like they they came. But see, if if when I saw the episode when when the religious people started coming in, you know, I'm, I'm the type of person I started thinking of what's going to happen. But then I started thinking like, okay, what's going to happen? These religious people are going to get power, and and I, and, I, and I can kind of see it. And I was, I don't spoiler alert. I spoiler if you didn't see it last episode, but I knew that Cersei was finally going to get hers. And, and I could see how the, um, the the main dude, the preacher dude, the, the, the main leader of the of the fanatics and everything, I can see how he sees like, okay, these people want to use me. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to uh, take control and take control of all of what's going on. You know, like basically I, I'm going to have the power. Because when the queen, when the other queen, what they call the, um, um, Rose Thorn or Thorn Rose or something like that was talking to him. Was like, are you, you enjoy being a, a tool of of Cersei and doing all her dirty work and everything? And that just made him think, like, you know what? I'm just going to control the whole thing. Everybody's wicked. So you think you think that he's going to be in play for the throne himself? I'm sure he's going to. I'm. I'm. This is. I feel as though he's not going to say like. Oh, I'm the king and everything. He's gonna make it like I, it's divine. It's divinely so that I and this kingdom is gonna be ruled through spirituality and not just war and or not war, but the, um, you know, he, he's gonna make you know how like the Egyptians and everything. He's probably gonna get greedy and be like, feel like I'm God, you know? Okay. Well, I I see a lot of similarities, again, with the fact that when he basically got Cersei arrested, he um, used this holy book, which would be the equivalent of the Bible, to as a reasoning to get her arrested. They In their society, they don't like homosexuality, just like mm-hmm. the, the Bible. Um, and uh, I, just, I, just, I just wonder if you are a believer and you're watching this, if you don't see that they're talking about you, in a way. Exactly. I mean, I, I mean. I, to, go ahead. I, when I watch when I watch the show, you know, and to me it feels as though basically the writers and whatever like they're like we're going we're going to all create an alternate world, universe, and but it has so many similarities to the real world, you know, and that's basically it seems like they're just rewriting a better story, those ancient times or something exactly. like that. Exactly. Exactly, because the the author states that a lot of the characters are built, I mean, are fashioned after real um, real life um, rulers in history. Um, so my question to you is, who do you think, or what religion do you think, if you will, is the Melisandre character supposed to represent? The Lord of Light. Who, who is that supposed to be? You uh, you said the Lord of Light. Yeah. Uh, the the kid. The, I'm sorry. Repeat that again, because the kids were were um, messing with me. The Lord of Light is the god that Melisandre, Melisandre, which is the the lady that's helping, uh, Stannis Baratheon. Okay. So, who do you think? What religion do you think they're supposed to be kind of modeled after in real life? Okay, that religion. I want to say. Of course, it has to do with, I want to say, voodoo, sorcery, and witchcraft. And why is that? You know, because it's like he had to make a, 
a blood sacrifice, you know, to this to this demon. Like you have to, it has to be a royal of royal blood to die in order for him to conquer. It's almost like he's like you know how like like in Seth idea they cut the they cut the the, the the blood the neck of a chicken and use that blood. It's, it's like a sacrifice, you know. It, it, it's almost like, like I said, like voodoo or sorcery or witchcraft. Okay, and uh, I can understand how you made that connection. I think it's probably some of that, and also it's an interplay with um, with the with the Christian um, Satan character um, because the word the word light is used as a metaphor. And Lucifer is supposed to be the light bringer, and um, mm. he's supposed to show you stuff. So in order for Stannis to see see the future, he has to stare into the light. Mm. You know, and they're all okay, okay. the and they're all talking about that the, the the night is dark and full of terrors, and so the Christians mm-hmm. have made uh, their Satan uh, to be something of um, something to be scared of. So I think that's where the the term or the saying the night is dark and full of terrors comes from. Now there's there's other religions involved in the show, but were you going to say something? Uh, um, see, I, the reason I say the sorcerer because uh, you remember uh, I want I want to say last season uh, when uh, he made a, a blood sacrifice and then the black uh, the spear came. Into the uh, the ones I can't remember the son's name, but it was um, it was one of the Stark sons, and he went in went inside, and you remember the the lady, the blonde hair short lady, she was like a knight, she was there to protect him, right. and when he the the the, the ghost the, the black fog came in there like a, a beast or something, an animal not a beast but like a spirit or something, and it stabbed him, then it vanished and went away. And that, and that was after he killed a royal family or somebody of royal blood then. So then she did her thing, and the baby, like it was like a baby or something, and it came out, and he did that dude. So that's why I say it's more like a sorcery, witchcraft type thing. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I think I think your assess, assessment is, is on point, um, and that's what makes the show so genius again is because it's using all these elements that we are familiar with so that we can have an idea of, of what that what's going on. And I, what I like furthermore is I like how there's competing interests even in the religious world, you know. Yes. Uh, you have you have the seven, which is the primary religion, and then you have the the Lord of Light, which um, is working mm-hmm. with, through or for Stannis Baratheon with the lady. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have uh, you have the drowned gods. I don't know if you know about them. Which which one? They're called the drowned gods. Um, they're from the Iron Island, which is the people of Theon Greyjoy. Oh yeah yeah yeah. That's a sick dude right there. I can't wait for him to get here. So Theon. No, 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 not not, not Theon Greyjoy, because that's that's uh weak now. I'm talking about um uh the one who married the Stark's daughter just uh and and was raping her. Right, right, right. That's uh um, I can't, the, the, I can't tell me the characters. I try to keep their names. But yeah. him, 
Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Um, hey, he, he loves doing those hunts and shit. Yeah, he 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 he's a very interesting character. But yeah. um, I think I think again, um, since we deal with the secular things and and, and atheism, I think that Littlefinger is an atheist. I think that Lord Varys. Yes. Yes. I, 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 yep. You know. Hello. Yeah. What what gives you the impression that Lord Varys and Littlefinger are atheists? Oh, to um, the West um, to um, Littlefinger. I he's been around the world. He's seen so many different things, and just like uh, when the guy asked him, he said, "Have you seen? Have you? Do you believe in or whatever? Do you believe and always go to church?" And he was like, "No." And the dude was like. You're a cynic, just like me, you know. Like, and then he said, then the dude told his story of what he saw the dragons and everything like that. That furthermore, like, let me know that he was like, whatever. He didn't even like really keep questioning on it until he saw the dragons himself. But before then, he didn't really, you know, think of. He was like, oh, those dragon stories or whatever. They died millions of years ago, a long time ago, thousands of years ago. So he didn't see it. So he doesn't really believe that it's there, you know? Exactly. And if I were to push it one more level, I think Tyrion, Tyrion probably is an atheist as well. Tyrion, Tyrion. Uh, the, which, the, which, short, the short guy, the, the short one. Tyrion, Tyrion. The midget, the midget. That's what I was talking about. That's what I was talking about. That's what I was talking about. Littlefinger is, which one is Littlefinger? Littlefinger that, is the Littlefinger. That was, that was, that was, that's Reek now, ain't it? No, no. Littlefinger is the one that owned the whorehouse. That's he, right. That's the one who's yeah, yeah. That's the one who's doing all the hunting or something like that. He, he, I can't remember exactly who he is. I have to see faces. Okay, so let me let me help you out. So Tyrion is the is the midget. Tyrion is the midget. Okay, Littlefinger, which is also the, he's also Lord Baelish. He's the one that was in love with uh, with the Sansa's mother. Everybody yes. Right okay. Now. Okay. Now, now I remember. Now I remember. Now I remember. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Um. I'm sorry. What'd you say? And so, so that's Littlefinger, also um, Lord Baelish, and then Lord Varys is the eunuch that had that had his. Penis and, and balls cut off, and he's bald headed. Yeah, like he he him. I like him because he, he he like, but you don't really know sometimes who he's working for until you see him help um, Tyrion. Until you see him help Tyrion, then and you really still don't know what his objective is. But I think his is just to survive as long as possible. But then there's one part when he was saying something about. Uh, being, I guess, head of the crown or whatever, but I don't think it's that per se, like he wants to be the leader. He wants to be the man behind the man. Right. Because being the man will cost you your life. Exactly. And when you're the man, everybody, you're a target now. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So I I definitely like him. Uh, uh, What's her name? Um, Queen, uh, the Dragon Queen. Uh, I can't remember. Her name. Daenerys. Yes, I I love her. 
I love her. I love her character. I love everything about her. You know, <laughs> but I, I, I just don't. I just don't understand why she planned on marrying the one guy. That that was just to me. As far as if I was her, I felt like she should have just slaughtered all of them and just left nothing but the, the slaves to be left. Kill the masters, all of them. Well, she she did. She doesn't want to be a cruel ruler. Mm-hmm. But I like the way she's turning. She, she's learning along the way, you know. Yeah, she's going to have to be cruel sometimes. And, uh, and then, those, those dra- the dragons, she can't really control them. Like, they, they, I, don't know, I thought she would have more power over them. But no, those, those dragons got their own mind. Yeah, it, it's, it's getting out of control for her, and it's just going to be... Um, a challenge for her to keep her morals and the show is so interesting that uh, I recommend anybody to check it out at least one time and I think they'll be hooked. Uh, I think the system is going to kick us out, kick us off um, really soon. So let's get in, let's get in our last words um, and uh, and uh, tell everybody what we will have in store for them next week. Okay. Well. Uh, you want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, well, um, next week um, we could definitely talk about uh, more about Ron Paul and his, um, and his politics and Rand Paul because, um, like I said, I, I want I actually want people to get a different view of different people because Hillary Clinton. I mean, I don't know. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm kind of like almost sixty forty and sixty is against her right now. I don't know why. But it just she doesn't really seem like a like a person I want to vote for right now. Okay, so you know it seems like it's about time for a female to become president, but I, for some reason I just don't like her right now. Okay, so next week we'll continue with the theme of politics. Uh, we'll probably discuss a little bit of what happened uh, on tonight's episode of Game of Thrones, and uh, hopefully we'll get another person to call in. So um, with that said, um, this has been. Uh, an awesome show. We got a caller, and uh, we'll talk to each other next week. Okay. Oh, also, one thing. Could you um, send me a thing the channel she was talking about? The send you what? Okay. Okay, yeah. So I'll I'll send you some information on the Atheist channel. Okay. All right, All right so man. I'll, Thanks again for a good show. Excellent. So I'll see you next week. No problem. Hey, and I do want to talk about Game of Thrones, too, next week, too. Definitely. All right, no problem. Everybody have a good week.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.